0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Truth. I'm your host, the one you love the most, Niall Hessen, back with another episode here in The Truth, Truth, excuse me, back with my boy, AJ Ponciano. AJ, how are you doing here today?
1: I'm doing good. I mean, we're getting our weekly picks in. I'm very confident I'm going to go 15 for 15 <laughs> without this one.
0: Now, I will say last year, I have to go look at the statistics, but I was very, very solid with my picks. I'd only really missed three or four a week. And I know that sounds really extensive and really bad, but in reality, it's actually pretty good. I mean, there was like a stretch where I was going through like a lot of rough picks and just having terrible selections. Um, But, you know, that's part of it. You know, sometimes we're really good. I don't think I've ever gotten 15 out of 15. I think the closest I think I got too wrong. I think that was the best that I had done. So we'll see. Uh, But like, as he mentioned, we're doing our weekly NFL pick em. It's just kind of one of those quick shows where we get you guys up and ready for the upcoming Sunday and Monday games in the NFL. We're not going to talk about the Thursday. No, although the Thursday night game has passed. If you guys want to see who we picked to win that game, go check out the Thursday night or the opening night special. Um, But today is strictly going to be Sunday and Monday in the NFL, so we'll go over each matchup. We'll uh, we'll say who we think's going to win and maybe you know a couple reasons why, and it'll be uh, be fun and quite exciting. So starting off with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling to to take on the Minnesota Vikings. Who do you have in this one?
1: Uh, Unfortunately, I have your Vikes winning. I know. It's, a, it's upsetting. Uh, I don't think the Bucks are good. I'm, I don't trust May, Baker Mayfield. Defense isn't half bad, but just the offensive explosiveness that this team has, the Buccaneers aren't going to keep up on the offensive side.
0: So I'm going to go with the Buccaneers winning. And I know this is really weird. I know as a Vikings fan, I'm going against my Vikings. I hope more than anything that the Vikings win this game. But it wouldn't be the Minnesota Vikings if they don't lose the opening game at home. It's not because I think the Buccaneers are better. I think Baker Mayfield will play fine. But in my opinion, this would just be the most Viking thing ever to have the Vikings lose this game here. I would really just set the foot on the rock, start the season on the wrong foot. And for me... I'd rather just have this saying that I said it correctly than have me saying that the Vikings are going to win and the Buccaneers upset the Vikings. It would it wouldn't blow up past me if Kirk Kirk Thuggins, excuse me, um, you know made a bad pass or something like that and the Buccaneers ended up winning. So I'm gonna go with the Buccaneers winning this game and just kind of how the Vikings are play, but we'll see as time goes on there. Okay, the Texans taking on the Ravens.
1: Uh, I think this is gonna be an easy one. It's Ravens. The Texans are not good. You got rookie quarterback CJ Stroud in there you got guys who are going into the second year still playing the defense isn't good I think Lamar is going to be MVP candidate this year he's finally got some true receiving weapons still with Mark, having Mark Andrews and one of the top defenses
0: yeah so for me I'm going to go ahead and go with the Ravens as well I mean the Texans they don't seem very good CJ Stroud's first game I'm not expecting to go to particularly well I mean they are a team that can make some noise in the draft upcoming but this season i think they're going to be right in the mix for you know the number one overall pick or somewhere in that range and if you're the texans fan you don't necessarily want the number one pick unless you want to trade it for value because you already have your franchise quarterback i mean we thought it was last year with davis mills drafting him with their first selection in the third round and then they go ahead with the number two pick and get cj stroud so in my opinion you got to stick with cj stroud and at least wait it out and see what happens moving forward but it is kind of a weird position for Texans fans to be in. We've seen teams with the number one overall pick kind of ch- change their franchise, per se, moving forward. A uh, prime example of that, in my opinion, was the Jaguars with Trevor Lawrence. I mean, they had a little bit of a rough stretch, um, and then they're kind of back in able to be in competitive. The Bengals, I mean, they, it seemed like the next year they were good and up in the mix. So maybe the Texans are hoping for something like that, but I don't think it's going to be a good season for them. I'm not the biggest Ravens fan either. I think their running backs are a bit inconsistent. Who knows how Lamar will play. Hopefully he does play well. Wide receivers are a big question mark as well. Zane Flowers, Odell Beckham. Mark Andrews should be consistent for them. Um, so there should be some consistencies there. But, there, but it does kind of concern me a little bit to kind of see you know, what's going to happen moving forward there and what you know the Ravens are going to be able to have success down the line in the AFC North Division. But for this game, I think it's going to be a low-scoring affair, maybe like a 17-13 to 13 victory, but I think the Ravens do pull away from the Texans. I just don't think they kill the Texans. I think it is a very competitive game. Okay, the Bengals taking on the
1: Browns. So in this game, I do have the Bengals winning. I mean, they have one of the best offenses in the league, one of the best receiving trios, and you have Joe Burrow with an updated offensive line. They're all Their defense can be suspect, so... It could be a little bit more high-scoring game. Uh, it's interdivision, so it's usually tougher games like that. The Browns aren't half bad either. I mean, they got a good defense. Uh, they do have uh, decent. They do have finally have a quarterback now, uh, Deshaun Watson. As long as he stays away from massage parlors, he's going to be there <laughs> for a while. But uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a more high-scoring game just because overall the offensive firepower of the Bengals has. The Bengals don't have bad defense, but I think. Uh the Browns are gonna want to come out and try to prove something this year.
0: Yeah, so I'm gonna go with the Bengals as well. You know, I think the Bengals do win this game here. You know, I think the Browns, they're gonna be better than people are giving them credit for. You know, I think a lot of people are just hating on Deshaun Watson. And I mean, as long as he stays out of the massage parlors, he'll be just fine. I mean, he before he went to the massage parlors, he was great. And the minute he went to the massage parlors, he just was never the same. Now he did miss a period of time, but going into the season, I think he's still got a a big chip on his shoulder, obviously. But I think this Browns team is really not that bad. I mean, you got guys like Nick Chubb, whose boys have a big season. Amari Cooper, Elijah Moore, or, Dak, or not Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson at the quarterback position. Their defense isn't half bad either. So this Browns team is going to be good. I think this is part potentially, um, you know, one of the games of the week here. But for the Bengals, I think they're going to win this one here on the road facing, you know, an interstate rival there in Cleveland. I'm expecting big performances from Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, as long as he's able to be healthy. So I think the Bengals do win this one here. But let's not discredit the Browns. Not only in this game. But, um, you know, winning the game as a whole, I think this is a team that could potentially win this game here. And looking at the rest of the schedule, this is one of the matchups here where I think a lot of people are sided with the Bengals, but probably the most likely chance of an upset with the the Browns
1: potentially winning. Okay. The Titans traveling to New Orleans. I mean, we're playing the Superdome. I got to go with the Saints. I mean, unlike you, I am going with my favorite team in the league. I'm going to go with my team and the Saints winning this. The Titans... The defense isn't the best, uh, and who knows with the quarterback quarterback situation. I mean, I know Tannehill, I believe, is the starter, but who knows? I mean, they may just say screw it and then move on from him in week one. I mean, you got Will Levis. Uh, a lot of people think he's going to be a franchise quarterback. Who knows? They may give Malik Willis a chance. Uh, the Saints do have a good defense, uh, a lot better offense now, a lot more healthy uh, did lose starting left tackle this past off season, but I don't think that's going to have much trouble. The only thing that the Saints are going to have to worry, back, worry about is Derrick Henry. But historically, especially the last five years, the run defense has been one of the best in the league.
0: Yeah, I mean, let's be frank. The Titans aren't probably going to be very good this season. I think the Saints will win this game. I think they'll win it pretty mightily. Derek Carr's first game as a Saint, they are missing Alvin Kamara. I think Jamal Williams will fill in just fine. He did a great job of scoring touchdowns last, se- uh, last season for the Lions. Going into this season, you know, I'm expecting, you know, as you probably are as well, a good season from the Saints. Hopefully a healthy Michael Thomas, emergence of Chris Olave. I think this one should be a no-brainer. This is probably a lock for the week. Like I said, the Titans aren't very good. The Titans are at the point of their franchise where they're really just trying to look for the future. Derrick Henry, unfortunately, is starting to get up there a little bit in age. Tannehill seems like he's about ready to retire so you know you're gonna maybe try out some new quarterbacks or whatever not in this matchup particularly but i do think it's safe to say that the saints do win this game here at home if titans probably don't score more than 13 points i'm gonna go be frank about it maybe henry gets a touchdown or two but i don't expect them to have a big offense performance I, I don't or i do think that the saints will i think the saints get anywhere from 28 to 31 points and then have an effective start look Derek carr was a good quarterback at Las Vegas. I think everyone just gave him crap, but he was a very solid quarterback. So I think he'll fit into New Orleans a lot nice, a lot nicer than Jameis Winston had, um, or maybe even Andy Dalton for that matter. So it should be a good fit for not only Derek Carr, but for the New Orleans Saints as a whole. So I'm going to go with the Saints winning that one. All right, we got the Panthers and the Falcons.
1: So we have probably two of the worst teams playing each other in this week, in this game, <laughs> uh, interdivisional game. So it'll probably be a solid one. Uh, but definitely two bomb teams. I have the Falcons winning it. I do think Bryce Young is gonna have a good game, but I think the Falcons they have better firepower as a whole and probably a little bit less, uh, probably worse defense as a whole. I think as the Panthers, but I think the having Kyle Pitts if he's gonna play well, Drake London they're gonna lean on Bijan, and this is gonna be Spencer or not Spencer Rattler, uh, Desmond Ritter his uh first. Real start uh, opening opening a season up, being the starting quarterback. I think that he's going to try to prove well lot there. I think that they're going to scheme really well. As much as I hate the Falcons, uh, I do have them winning over the Panthers.
0: I got the Panthers winning this game here. Look, I mean, this is the battle of the crappers there in the uh, NFC South division. I mean, these are two teams that had an interesting year last year. We saw the Falcons win last year against the Panthers because DJ Moore took off his helmet after scoring a touchdown. So there's a lot of crazy things that happen here. I think a lot of people are not giving Bryce Young enough credit. I think Bryce Young is going to have a good season, especially early on in his career. I mean, a lot of people were worried about Kyler Murray's height. And look where he obviously started the the his career, not where he's at now per se. So I think Bryce Young will be fine. You know, you bring up the weapons piece. I like the weapons on the Atlanta Falcons more. I just don't like Desmond Ritter at all. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I'm kind of hesitant there because obviously the quarterback, it's obvious, man's the position there. And, um, you know, he's one of the more influential players on an entire team. And with him not being to my standards per se, that does scare me a little bit, you know, moving forward. So I'd be really curious to see kind of what happens as time goes on. But for this week, I think the Panthers win. I think it's a good 21-20 to matchup. I think Bryce Young does good. Um, Adam Thielen, my boy, does good and their defense. I mean, the Panthers, I think, have a better defense than the Falcons. I think there's more potential on the Falcons, but I think the Panthers have a better defense, so it should be a close game. I'm going to go with the Panthers winning that one there on the road. Okay, the Jaguars at the Colts.
1: So, I have the Jags winning this. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a bad game. I think it's going to be a pretty solid one, but I think I'm a big fan of Calvin Ridley. I know you're not. Uh, he has been. He has missed basically two seasons at the, two seasons at this point. But I like the Jags' offense. The defense is pretty quiet, quietly good. I think a lot of people don't give them enough respect. I know the Colts uh, do have a good defense as they always do, uh, but the offense is so suspect. I mean Anthony Richardson yeah, he's either going to be the greatest quarterback or the worst quarterback, and we probably won't find out until probably halfway through the season what we're, we're going to get out of him. I think he's going to start off slow, especially because you're not going to have Jonathan Taylor. You didn't trade him for any key pieces or be able to really get anything out of him. I know the Colts that they, they're going to probably ride the hot hand at the point of the running back position, but there's, it's going to be back and forth uh, early on. Uh, Richardson's probably going to have a couple turnovers. I've Probably going to predict he's going to have two interceptions. Uh, there's a very good chance of that. I think the Jags, uh, Trevor Lawrence, is going to have probably one of his better games uh, the year, especially starting off division like that.
0: I'm going to go with the Colts. Look, there's always a surprise victory here, especially in the interdivision matchup for week one. I think it's going to be the Colts. I mean, I, I feel like, too, with teams that have so much, like, controversy surrounding them or so much uncertainty, I mean, they end up kind of thriving. It's kind of weird. Um, obviously the Colts are going to be missing Jonathan Taylor I believe Zach Moss as well so they're kind of depleted there I'm not saying that Anthony Richardson is going to have a great game I don't think he's necessarily going to be too splendid but I think he does get the job done I think this is a low scoring game more than anything I think the offense for the Jags is really going to struggle here in week one going into the season guys like Calvin Ridley even Trevor Lawrence for that matter so I think the Colts win this one here upset them why not they're a little bit of fun in there the Colts um i think our team that isn't going to have a good season but i think they win maybe shock the world there and jaguars fans are sadly disappointed jaguars have been hot though i mean they won their last like four or five games of the season to make the postseason one one there and then you know obviously starting off the season here i think this is going to be the upset of the week and it's going to be one to really you know watch as time goes on okay the niners and the steelers
1: so niners and steelers i do have the niners winning uh they both have great defenses, but when fully healthy. But the offense is where it concerns me. I'm not a big fan of Pickett. I don't mind him, but I don't think he is going to be the true quarterback there uh, for years to come, be the franchise guy. Uh, but that's also, you could also say the same with Brock Purdy, but he also has to prove himself. I think he has a lot better weapons. CMC, Debo, uh, Kittle, all those guys, use as well. Uh, the Steelers aren't bad, though. I love Pickens. I love Deontay Johnson. I love Najee Harris, but it's going to be, come down to the quarterback situation, uh, and also the, I think the defense for the Niners is just going to overtake that offense, especially the offensive line. It isn't what it used to be uh, when uh, Ben Roethlisberger is there. Uh, and also, but there is the other side of this where you could argue, I believe Nick Bosa has, has still been absent from any of the 49ers' uh, prep for the season opener against the Steelers. So there's a chance that he doesn't play, and that could definitely open up the game a little bit more uh, for the Steelers. But I think Purdy has even more weight on his shoulders to prove that last year wasn't a fluke.
0: In this matchup here, I'm going to go with the 49ers as well. I think this game is going to be a lot closer than people expect. Look, I'm not a big Brock Purdy fan at all. A lot of you guys do know that. I think the Steelers, I mean, there's a lot of potential, particularly on the defensive side, especially if they're fully healthy with guys like TJ Watt, and Fitzpatrick. I mean, those two as itself is filthy when they're fully healthy. I think the 49ers do win this one here on the road. I think it is a very contested game, though. I think this is a game that, again, could flip either way on the scale. A lot of people are going to be, obviously, betting with the 49ers. But it wouldn't blow up past me if the Steelers do come away with the victory. But I think the 49ers are able to at least do enough to win this game here. Cardinals and the Commanders.
1: So between the Cardinals and Commanders, I'm definitely going Commanders. I think Sam Howell is going to have a field day against this team. Uh, I think being his first true star opening in the year, uh, being what, a fifth-round pick and now being named the starter. You have Trey McClure, and you have John Dodson, Brian Robinson Jr. I think he's probably going to have one of his best uh, games of, I wouldn't say his career, but definitely the season stuff definitely started up. Uh, I think this is going to be blowout. I don't like the Cardinals. I don't like the QB situation. They're definitely going to be up there for one of the top picks next year. And I think Washington's going to surprise a lot of uh, a lot of teams, I know they're in a really tough division uh, as a whole. They're probably, they're definitely down there. I mean, you have Philly, you have the Cowboys above you, but I think they're going to make a splash That uh, in week one. They're going to win it by a landslide.
0: I'm going to go with the Commanders winning. Yeah, again, I think it's going to be a landslide victory. Look, I don't even know. It might be you know posted now, obviously, but just who obviously the quarterback is going to be for the Cardinals for the majority of the season. It's not going to be Kyler Murray. But for the commanders, I mean, the biggest thing with them is just being able to be consistent. I mean, you know, for the commanders, Sam Howell is making his, not his first start of his career, but starting the new season as a starting quarterback it is an adjustment. So how is he able to adapt into to it overcome? Curious to see the running back situation with Antonio Gibson, you know, not missing games because he was shot. Um, also as well, you know, how, uh, or I think that was, I, I didn't know why I said Antonio Gibson. I meant to say Brian Robinson. Antonio Gibson, Closer than the mix, there. I think it's going to be good. Solid defense there. And I think they just are too much for the Cardinals to handle. And the commanders are able to win this game here at, at home. And maybe they're a dark horse for an NFC wild card spot. I'd be really curious to see. Raiders at the Broncos.
1: So, where's the Broncos? I have Broncos winning this. Uh, the Broncos are slightly better than the Raiders. I think that they're going to scheme up. A really good uh, offensive plan, especially early on. Uh, they usually stick to a pretty solid script uh, with Sean Payton, usually in the first quarter, going into the second quarter, depending on how the game's going. Uh, I, like I mentioned before, actually I mentioned this a lot, I don't like Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't think Josh Jacobs is going to have the year he had last year. Uh, Devontae M is still going to be a problem, but I think Pastor Tan's going to have be able to handle him for the most part. I don't think that uh, Devontae Adams is going to have the biggest game of his career, but I think Adams still will a decent amount because he's really the only true receiver option. You have Michael Mayer there. Uh, he probably won't have a bad game, but I just like this Broncos offense and defense a lot better, especially the defensive side. And if they're able to stick to the script and not turn the ball over like how, as much as they did last year. Plus you have Devontae Williams back. You have a true running back now.
0: I have the Broncos winning this one at home. Look, the Broncos, I mean, it seems like they're going to be in their practice squad wide receivers by the start of week one. But I'm still liking the Broncos a lot. I think there's some inconsistencies with the Raiders. Again, new quarterback after Derek Carr has been there forever. You know, going into the season, I think the Broncos are going to be better. I don't think they're a playoff team just yet, but they're going to definitely be vastly improved. Look for guys like Marvin Mims Jr., a guy that's a rookie to have success from the get-go. Obviously, Cortland Sutton. They're going to have to have some consistency there. And again, playing in the Mile High City, as I said in the Denver Broncos, is going to be used to their advantage there. So being able to win that game at home is really going to set the pace for the season. And the Broncos have to be better. I mean, they have they're paying Russell Wilson for the, what the next 6 years to be successful so they got to find ways to get it done and it's a period of time but I do believe over time they will be pretty solid and I think they're going to win them with the Raiders against the Raiders here just because I need to see Jimmy G play with the Raiders before I can really you know kind of see how good he is cuz I didn't think Jimmy G was good to begin with with the 49ers now he goes on a way worse team to the Raiders I think it's going to be too much for the Raiders to handle
1: Dolphins and Chargers So seen the Dolphins and Chargers uh i'm gonna go with the chargers here uh as good as the dolphins are defensively and offensively i mean we have herbert as the mvp this year and that's probably the boldest take that we both agree on uh you definitely sold me on that by this point of the year uh i think the chargers are gonna come out the offensive weapons they have i mean Eckler, great running back there you have Keenan, now you have mike williams you have quinton johnston now your tight ends are probably gonna go hopefully with the younger guys over Gerald Everett. But the defense also is super super underrated. I mean, Joey Bosa is great. The linebacking crew is really good. You have Derwin James, who's finally healthy. He hasn't been healthy in years, it feels like. And you still have Khalil Mack. Yeah, he probably isn't the game changer he was before, but he's still good. I think Dolphins, they're going to be missing Ramsey. I believe he got surgery uh, not too long ago, so he's going to be missing the first part of the season. I think it's like roughly four or six games, something along those lines. You're not going to have him. But I think the defense is definitely still still has some improvements to do. They are still younger. The offensive threats are going to be good. I think it's still going to be a decently high scoring game, especially having Waddle there, uh, being able to have Tyree Kill do what he does. I think Tua and this uh, offense is definitely going to have a really good scheme early on in the game. But I think uh, when it comes down to it, I think the Chargers are going to drive down the field and score the game winning touchdown.
0: Look, I think I said earlier that the Bengals and Browns might be the game of the week, but this is the game of the week. I mean, look, number five overall pick, Tua Tiger-Viola, and number six overall pick, Justin Herbert, going at it one-on-one here once again. Talk about betting the over. I think you got to hands-down bet the over in this one. We talked about my and yours, MVP, Justin Herbert. Let's not forget, too, Tua's a very solid quarterback. He's obviously been concussed. There's some question marks surrounding Tua and his health and just overall play, but – Tua is a very successful quarterback, and he's got so many options to throw to. This is going to be one of those games It's going to be a shootout. It's going to be great for fantasy owners, unless you're going against them in fantasy. Um, it's going to be not too fun watching all these points go off the board. But expect high-flying numbers. Expect high-flying success from both guys and both teams here. And a really high-scoring affair. I think going may give the benefit of the doubt to the Chargers. I think it's because it's at home. That's the reason why I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. But again, this is going to be the game of the week, and it wouldn't be surprising if either team wins this game. Eagles and the Patriots.
1: Uh, so in this game, I have the Eagles winning. I mean, last year they were so close to the Super Bowl uh, They lo- and that loss. Uh, the Eagles are going to come back with a vengeance. I mean, Jalen Hurts having that picture of him walking off the field after the loss, I think that's definitely going to motivate him even more. Uh, I think that they are They have one of the best defenses in the league. They have the best offensive line. You have an upgrade at running back now. You have DeAndre Swift. You still have Devonta Adams, A.J. Brown. Obviously, you have Hurts. The defense, as I mentioned, is great. Uh, they're at the Patriots, though. The defense definitely isn't what it used to be. You don't have Tom Brady anymore. It's Mac Jones. He's now back. You don't have Bailey Zappi or whoever they have at this point at quarterback. Uh, it's going to be Mac Jones. I think the running game, or J. Stevenson, as much as I think he's going to have a good year, I don't think this is going to be the best game for him. Really, any of the running backs, that front seven's uh, super scary. I mean, especially uh, all the Georgia players they've gotten the last couple of years. Uh, the receiving weapons are basically non-existent. Uh, good cornerbacks there as well be able to shut that down. and this is probably going to be another game that's going to be a blowout, and I wouldn't be surprised if uh, – Bill Belichick, if you get a funny quote from him saying how bad his team is at the end of the week.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to go with the Eagles winning this game. I think it's going to be a lot closer than people expect, just because it's really hard to play in Foxborough. It's really hard to play against Bill Belichick. (laughs) I think that's a funny point. Yeah, we might see (laughs) Bill Belichick's presser. Yeah, we're terrible. or We're awful. These guys don't want to be here. Whatever Bill Belichick's known for doing. but. I think that would be pretty funny to watch. I do think that, think that the Eagles do win. I think they only win by, like, three, though. I don't think it's a blowout. I think it's going to be really tough again. And like I said, the the Patriots' defense under Belichick, I mean, I give Belichick way more credit for his defense and just the defense as a whole for Brady's six Super Bowls than I give Tom Brady for winning the six Super Bowls. Um, and so Belichick's always created a great defense. A lot of young guys, high-flying options. And the offense is not very good and particularly good. I don't like Ramondre. I don't like Mac. don't like their options at wide receiver. So, I mean, for, for what it's worth, I'm not a big big fan of the, the Patriots' offense. I think their defense will be fine. I think the Eagles will be fine. I think they're going to have good success from Jalen Hurts. Another hot take. I think he has at least two rushing touchdowns in this game. Um, it's just a difficult environment to play. I think that the Eagles do come away with a tight victory against the Patriots. Okay, my least favorite matchup of the week, the Packers and the Bears.
1: Yeah, so the Packers and the Bears have been playing. I mean, uh, you have the Bears coming up. Uh got young guys making gonna, probably gonna make a difference. spot there year the last year. And I have Packers who basically got rid of everyone. I mean obviously Rogers being the big loss there. I have the Bears winning this. Probably not by a landslide, but I think the Bears are gonna have one game. They're both used to playing in the cold. Uh which I mean it's gonna be colder there in comparison to a lot of other places, but it's not gonna be as bad. Uh I have the Bears winning by a probably a good amount. The Packers defense after going back to again, isn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. But I don't think the offense is really going to move the ball. Uh, if they do, it's definitely going to be because of a Christian Watson touchdown. That's really all it's going to be. Maybe some A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones action there. But I think Jordan Love is going to get flustered. He's not going to have the best game of his career. A lot of people are going to th- say he's a bust right away. I think he's he'll probably have a bounce-back game after that. But I like the Bears. I like Justin Fields. He has a, a true number one now in D.J. Moore. The defense is a lot better uh Cleo Watson, I think, is going to have a good game now being the number one back there. I just expect Fields to probably run for 100 yards and throw for 250 in this game.
0: So for me, I'm going to go with the Bears winning this game. I think the Bears do win. Again, this is like the same thing kind of with the Texans, but I don't have the Texans winning. Where I don't think the Bears are going to be particularly good. We've talked about that earlier on in the season. But for me, I still think that it's gonna be important for the Bears to win this game here. I mean, the Bears and Packers are gonna be fighting for the final two spots in the NFC North Division. Going into this week, though, I think it's gonna be another defensive mighty game. Both defenses don't defenses that are gonna have tons of success. But for me, at the end of the day, it's an NFC North matchup and Packer Bears matchups are not 38 to 35 games, right? They're low-scoring games, and it doesn't matter who's on the defense there. Just doesn't seem to move the ball a lot. And so for me, I think it's going to be another low-scoring game. I think the Bears win on like a walk-off field goal or something like that or get one big stop to really kind of move forward down the line. So that's one of the reasons why I'm going to go with the Bears winning this game. But again, it could flip on a, on a flip of a coin, and it could be the Packers winning. It just, I got to see both teams play because there's just so many weird question marks with
1: both teams going into this season.
0: All right, go ahead and give me your Rams-Seahawks prediction.
1: So in the Rams Seahawks game, I definitely have to go to Seahawks here. I don't think it's going to be the best game. I think Cooper Cup's going to still have a decent game. Cam Akers, I don't think he's going to put up a zero like he, how he did last year. It's a very low chance of that. But the Seahawks, we've talked about we've talked about a lot. I think Geno Smith is going to have a pretty good game, especially not the weapons that he has. Rainbacks. I mean, you have Kenneth Walker and Charbonnet. You have the best wide receiver trio in the league. Most likely they JSN, DK Metcalf, Lockett. I think they're probably going to have field day as a whole just because the what the, quarterbacks isn't what they used to have. They don't have Jalen Ramsey anymore. They don't have any of those guys from that Super Bowl year really on the defense outside of Aaron Donald. I think this younger defense is probably going to have a pick or two. I think that they're going to have a really good game. I think they're going to set the tone for the rest of the season, and especially the inner division game like that. Uh, being able to separate them because there's a very good chance the Rams finish in third and Seahawks in second. So I think the Seahawks uh, taking this game will definitely help separate that gap later in the season.
0: So for me in this matchup, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Seahawks as well. You know, I think the Rams, I mean, first of all, Cooper Cup's. I think it's safe to say, is going to be fine down the line when he's able to be fully healthy. But for the Seahawks in this matchup, you know, I think is is just going to be, it's, I mean, the Rams are dealing with injuries. You never know, inconsistencies for the Rams. But the Seahawks are pretty solid. They have a pretty solid foundation, pretty solid core. So I don't really see a reason why they wouldn't have success. Um, you know, this not only this game, but throughout the season. And like I said, the injuries on the Rams side, the defensive question marks, I think the Seahawks offense is really gonna exploit that. I don't think the Rams offense is good enough to compete with the Seahawks' offense right now, and that's the reason why I had the Seahawks winning that game there against the Rams. Okay, Sunday night football, the Cowgirls and the Giants.
1: So between the Cowgirls and the Giants, uh, I'm gonna go with the Cowgirls here. I don't like the Giants, I think their defense isn't bad. Uh, obviously, they're going to have, I think Saquon's going to have a good game, even though the defensive line and linebackers are pretty solid there in Dallas. I still think Saquon's going to eat. I think he's going to eat every game. He carried them last year to the playoffs. And if they make the playoffs against him because of that, I don't think Daniel Jones is really the star quarterback there. Uh, I think they're just riding with him until either they have a bad season, they go with another quarterback, or another quarterback comes onto the market. Uh, I think the Cowboys I think Dak Prescott is going to want to prove something I think uh, Tony Pollard he's going to want to prove something not being the number one back I think he's going to have a really good game uh, I think it's going to be one of those games where it's going to be a high scoring yeah I feel like that's how it always is between the Giants and Cowboys if I'm not wrong is that's usually a high scoring game when it is a close one uh, even when it isn't when the Cowboys blow them out the Giants always come back get, Make it interesting, somewhat interesting towards the end, but not enough to really make a threat to the game, the outcome of the game. I think uh, Prescott's going to have a big game. Now you have two true two, uh, one and two wide receivers there in CD and Brandon Cooks. Before it was really only CD, and then maybe a number three on a lot of teams as your number two. I think he's got two good wide receivers. You have two really good running backs. Offensive line is still good. Defense is a lot better. Uh Diggs is probably going to – I don't think he's going to have as many interceptions as last year, but there's a very good chance that Daniel Jones gets picked off by him in this next game.
0: I'm going to go with the Cowgirls winning this one here. Look, I think the Giants are going to be awful this season, especially where they were at last season. I'm not buying the Giants hype whatsoever. I don't think they're going to be any good this season. I think the Cowgirls are going to be solid. You know, I think the Cowgirls are a team that, again, you got Dak Prescott who really has to show out now because they got Trey Lance, former number three overall picks and right behind him in his shadows. You look at the offensive side, you know, Tony Pollard, probably mixing some Deuce Vaughn, maybe some other running backs as well. And, At the wide receiver position, got guys like Brandon Cook, CD Lamb. There's a lot of opportunity for a high explosive offense. For the Giants, I think their one area of success potentially this season is going to be through their defense and because i don't think their offense is going to be worth the darn i mean i think their offense will be fine but you know in the, in the grand scheme of things i don't think it's going to be like the best of case scenarios for them And that's one of the things that does scare me with the giants in this matchup because dallas cowgirls do have a really high prolific offense and i think they're going to exploit that i think the cowgirls do demolish the giants here in sunday night football to, like demolish like 34 13 something like that And the final game of the day – or final game of the week, I should say, Monday Night Football, the Bills at the Jets.
1: So, Bills at the Jets. uh, I think it's going to be a pretty solid game. I think that there's a lot of pressure on Aaron Rodgers to perform. That defense is great. Uh, You have some good weapons there. you got two good running backs. I'm not sure you can touch on it, but if Bryce Hall is playing uh, week one or if his snaps are limited, but you do have Dalvin Cook. Uh, he did pr- uh, practice this week, uh, and I know he was dealing with some stuff, but he did practice this week. He should be good to go. You have Garrett Wilson. You brought over a lot of your guys from Green Bay. Rogers did. But I think the Bills are just, just going to have a great game. It's, it's going to be the Bills. They've been competing lot these last couple of years, trying to make it to the promised land, make it to the Super Bowl, but they haven't. They've just fell short the last few years. I think Josh Allen's going to come out, him and Diggs. Uh, I think James Cook is going to have a good game. I think that they're going to have to rely on him being a running back because it's been a really weird running back situation they've had these last couple of years with Singletary, uh, with Cook, with Moss they had for a little bit. Uh, I think the Bills' defense is going to have a pretty good game. But as a whole, I think if you're a fancy owner of like the big names here, you'll be fine. But – I think the Bills will win, and they probably will cover the line.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Bills winning as well. Look, I don't like the Jets particularly in Week One. I think the Bills are the far better team. I mean, that's obvious. For the Jets, they got a unique running back system now with Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook at the running back position. They got a new quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. Look, there's a lot of new pieces to this offense, and that's one of the things that does concern me. I think their defense will be fine. A young defense there, are guys like Sauce Gardner. Um, you know, on the front, Williams. So there's a lot of keys for this Jets throughout the season. Going into week one, I think the biggest thing is going to be inconsistencies on the offensive side. I'm assuming the Bills will have a good time on the offensive side. You never know, though, playing at New York. It's going to be difficult, tough environment. So it'll probably be like a 2013 game, I mean, that's how Rodgers has played a lot in Green Bay and whatever. So there's a lot of uh, intriguing things happening here. But in my opinion, I do think that the Bills are going to win this one here and start off the season 1-0. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Truth. I hope you guys did enjoy it. If you guys did, make sure you follow The Truth on Twitter at the Truth as one to stay up to date with the latest information regarding The Truth, including podcast dates, podcast uploads, and other important information and value. Hopefully you guys do enjoy week one of the NFL. This is our final episode here of the weekly previews. We will be back next week, so stay on the lookout for The Truth. I'll post a weekly schedule as well. But make sure your lineups are locked and loaded and ready to go for week one here in fantasy football until next time I'm your host the one you love the most Niall Husson joined once again by AJ Ponciano take care and good night